Hey, have you guys heard of the Katra box? The Katra box? No, what is it? The Katra box is a seasonal subscription box service catered to South Asian American women, including a variety of beauty, wellness, and lifestyle products. That's amazing. Yeah, and the best part is they do all the hard work of finding worthwhile products and socially conscious brands so that we don't have to. Being a conscious consumer has been so important to me, but honestly, it can be so hard. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I get really confused about where to shop. Where can I find this box? Right, you can find them on the website at www.thekatrabox.com and on Instagram at thekatrabox. That's K-A-T-R-A box. Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast. I'm Sally. I'm Linda. I'm Ming. And we're moving along. Hello everyone, welcome back to our 29th episode, one more until the big 3-0. Um, and so this week we're going to be talking about the Enneagram personality test, which is I guess another form of personality test or a way to deeply analyze ourselves. I mean, we already did our astrology um, and the MBTI tests in previous episodes, but we decided to do a third test today just to really get to know each other. Um, but before we do, as always, we're going to dive into our weekly recap. So, Sally, why don't you tell us about your week? Oh, man. Well, it was a rough week at work uh, last, last over the weekend, actually. On Friday, I made, like, tons of mistakes, and my mentor was, like, having a <laughs> breakdown. And it was, I didn't leave the lab until, like, 9 p.m., um, and then I drove, I had to drive an hour to get back to my home home. So that was a rough night. But then I came back um, after the weekend and then we figured out what we did wrong. So, or like we figured out how to do it right. And it's a little bit better this week, but I'm still kind of adjusting into that work life, mm-hmm. I feel. But I think I've gotten like the, I've gotten more used to having social interactions. So I'm like having casual conversations with my with my um what's it called work coworkers <laughs> colleagues my colleagues <laughs> and then um i've been getting closer with my Ooh. roommate which i'm like excited about <laughs> cuz i as you may have heard in our previous roommate episode i guess i've never really had like a roommate that i was close with um from rooming like besides linda cuz i already knew her so i'm happy that i have this chance to get close to my roommate now and yeah, over the weekend, um, okay, so we mentioned this before, we started the Chloe Ting Get Fit Challenge mm-hmm. last week, and the whole first week, I had no <laughs> weights, and no resistance bands, I was like doing everything on the ground um, with my water <laughs> bottle, which was not a good like resistance weight for me, so I finally went out and got a pair of dumbbells, but like it was also a struggle to find dumbbells because for some reason everyone wants to work out right now and like all the dumbbells above five pounds are sold out. Like <laughs> on at Target, Walmart, Amazon, like everywhere. So I just settled for five pound weights. What weight would you ideally enough be working with? What's your... <laughs> so my ideal weight, I think, right for now, I really want to buy a pair of 8-pound mm, okay. dumbbells. Specific. Um, I have a pair of 10-pound dumbbells at home, and they're mm. a bit too heavy. Like, for some for some moves, they're too heavy. So I think 8 pounds is a good mm-hmm. medium. So let me know if you see a pair of 8-pound dumbbells. I'll keep my dumbbells. eyes off for you. 
Um, put them in the comments. Going back to your roommate thing. Yeah. Um, how how have you been bonding yeah. with your roommate? Like by cooking dinner together or just talking? Oh, um, sometimes. Yeah, just talking. Like today, <laughs> uh, we both didn't really have to go into the lab for like we came back early from lab this today, so we got to talk and we were just sitting next to our. Like inside our empty <laughs> living room, we have this one <laughs> lime tree. It's her lime tree, and she was cleaning her lime tree, and we we're just sitting there and talking. So, like, like just random. Like whenever we see each other, randomly, we'll just start talking. She likes to talk about herself, which really helps because I don't. I'm, it's like hard for me to start mm-hmm. a conversation. So if someone likes to talk first, then mm-hmm. it's easy for me to just listen and. Do you go think along. she's an extrovert? I. I don't know. She says that she's shy, but she mm. likes to talk a lot. And she's really nice. Like, she shares a lot of her stuff with me, like her food. And um, sometimes she buys, like, extra, like, masks and stuff. So I try to reciprocate <laughs> and be a good So roommate. she's not upset about the toilet thing anymore? <laughs> oh, no. Did I tell you what happened to our yeah, toilet? Yeah, you clogged it. So, no, but what oh. happened after I clogged <laughs> it? So I called the um, service, like service people to come fix it. And this guy came in and he was like, he took out the entire toilet, put it in the bathtub and started like going through the drain. And oh my gosh, it was so nasty. There was like poop flying everywhere in the bathroom. It was in your bathtub. I didn't want to look at that bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, I had to rinse it afterwards. But anyways, you know what he found in the toilet like the source of all the clogging it was a pair of scissors what (laughs) yeah like a whole pair of scissors sally so i guess someone before us threw a pair of scissors so it wasn't you it wasn't me why would anyone throw a pair of scissors in the toilet (laughs) probably some kid who used to live here i don't know but now our toilet is clog free and it's so are you going back to using toilet paper (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> are i flushing it good to know she switched back switched sides again yep okay <laughs> enough about me what about linda <laughs> um my week has been pretty sparse ming delivered some exciting news just now <laughs> our menstrual cups are here wow <laughs> wow so excited to try out a menstrual cup for the first time but other than that, so Sally mentioned that she started playing COD recently, <laughs> Call of Duty, and my brother also plays it. So I downloaded it on my phone to get some bro bonding. And apparently the mobile like is no match for the PC version or something. Or I think my bro was just like, you have to get the PC one. You have to do 360 no scopes. You have to... Um, Whatever. What I don't know what else you can do. No scopes. I don't know. Like I can only play on the what? mobile. You didn't ask him. I don't care. <laughs> but he said you can download it on your work computer, which is a PC. Um, but I think your I'll just work it on my phone and try to get better. <laughs> you should download it on your iPad. So oh, that big screen. That's oh, 360. Yeah, good idea. I mean, it'll still be mobile. Oh, yeah, that's 360. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you should just play with Sally then on the mobile one. Oh yeah, add me. I don't know how to add people. Okay, tell me your username. I'll I'll add you. Tell the entire podcast. Wait, I forgot <laughs> what it was. Oh my god. Because I did 
Lindo to match with my um, Nintendo <laughs> account, but that one's taken, so I had to do like a random thing. It is not Lindo, so I can't remember it. And that was the highlight of your week. Bing, you can get it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about highlight. I mean, I guess it is. Or, I don't know. Okay, Ming. Wait, you also finished <laughs> yeah, your internship what, what, last week? We attended your... Oh, yeah, I finished Are you not going to talk about that? That was awkwardly yeah. long. And oh, then my got roasted. <laughs> I mean, you didn't get roasted. She roasted me. Okay. <laughs> I think she was, like, like calling out who... She was like, who is Ming Galt? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so Linda was hosting a like presentation for her pr- final presentation for her internship and she invited me and ming but we were the only outsiders in at this presentation on zoom wait there was so other outsiders at the end, wait, go on. well they didn't call them yeah. out i don't know but at the end of the presentation you guys are just chatting about like your plans or summer or something like that so i left the room and then like a minute later ming texted me and was like oh my god <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> she was like they just called me out i and then apparently yeah i didn't even yeah, realize you that you had left the room sally because i was like doing work on my laptop and like listening so i didn't realize you had left and so i thought it was fine everyone was still there like whatever our videos were off whatever just still showing our support and then until the lady she was like who is this ming gods she's probably like what's happening <laughs> did you leave well i texted that? sally and i was like you, oh, so you left and then i was like okay then i'm gonna leave too so i panicked and left but yeah, probably didn't need to be there, but it was nice to hear about your project, I guess. How That's do you feel nice. about it? Yeah. Linda? Um, about the project yeah. in general. I mean, I feel like I was a little too old for the internship. Um, cuz I was doing all of this stuff, and I think the main takeaway was that it was like experience to advocacy work in in public. Um, not in a school environment. So I think that was like the biggest exposure. But I do think I could have, I feel like I idealized it too much because it was like, has a focus on API health, it has a focus on social justice. My cohort seemed really nice. I'm like, okay, like this is going to be great. But I mean, organizing is hard in any capacity. So I mean, I got what I got out of it. I'm glad I did it. But also glad that it's over <laughs> so I can have more more time back. And oh my god, you guys were texting me during a presentation about like the lowercase <laughs> thing. And then I was sharing my screen. So I don't know if yeah, I didn't y'all see saw it that. though. I, okay. You only shared uh, like in inter- Google Chrome, so it doesn't show up. But that is a surefire way of identifying Linda in any situation, any written situation, <laughs> if it starts with a lowercase letter. <laughs> It was the whole article <laughs> in lowercase. Like I was like, "What is she doing?" But I keep getting scolded at work about it. But then I keep reverting <laughs> back to lowercase, so they just give up on me now. She's a lost cause. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Anyways, how was your week? My week mm. was, yeah, pretty uninteresting in terms of like actual, I don't know, actions that I've done. Like I haven't really done too much physically, but, um. Something different about last week was that every weekday from, like, I think Tuesday, our first call um, for the last podcast on Tuesday, uh, from Tuesday to Saturday, I had, like, a, a social call every night. So, like, a Zoom call or, like, yeah, a Netflix party, which doesn't sound like that much, but it was kind of draining, but also 
like fulfilling in a way like it was good to catch up with friends after I just like complained about another catch up with a friend you know but this time it was like <laughs> scheduled ahead of time and like there were like hour like an oh time limit set on it so I guess that made it better for me but it was nice to catch up with friends it was just weird to have something to do every single night and my mom was like oh so now you're all social and <laughs> this is what you're, you're gonna be like when quarantine ends um but it was cool I don't know I got tired pretty early though I realized my bedtime has slowly like creeped up like early and earlier Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to bed at, like, the time I, I imagine Linda goes to bed or used to go to bed. What? <laughs> what at, like, 11, I'm getting tired and I'm ready to, like, call it a night. Like, take it out my contacts. Or... Right. Time to yeah. retire. But, yeah, that was fun. But it's um, weird because in college, you would talk to people every night, like, naturally. Mm-hmm. But when you go home, it's, like, mm-hmm. you have to, like, muster yeah. up the energy. Yeah, especially, like, in a college environment, mm-hmm. especially in a dorm, I guess, since you're living with people right there, it's, like, almost expected that you hang out. Or you have FOMO or something. But, like, at home, without this podcast, I could go, like, a week or so without talking to anyone outside my family. So, yeah, having that back-to-back, like, weekly meeting or daily meeting was a little strange. We've all heard of subscription boxes, but have you ever heard of the Katra box? No, what's that? The Katra box is a seasonal subscription box filled with all sorts of products, handpicked especially for the modern working woman. And what makes them so different from other subscription services? They ensure that their subscribers are getting ethically made and environmentally friendly goods. And to top it off, they only work with women-owned and minority-owned companies. Wow, that sounds amazing. But what do their boxes come with? Well, they make sure the items in each box are relevant to that season's needs. Kind of like how they included skincare products like a strawberry and citrus sugar polish in their spring box. But they also included revitalizing products like the Reflection Notebook with useful journal prompts and tools. They even included a natural lavender bug spray for those pesky insects. And if you're looking to try it out, they recently released their newest box for summer 2020 with new products. Oh, wow, that's so cool. You can find them on Instagram at the Katra Box, and be sure to check out their website, www.thekatrabox.com, where you can purchase your very own box. And that's Katra, K-A-T-R-A, Box. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about our Enneagram results and a little bit about the Enneagram system. So first off, the basics of what the Enneagram is, it's a system to explain your personality, which aims to reveal how our emotions drive our lives and how we engage with others in order to get what we want and need. So all this information that we're going to like introduce is from Enneagraminstitute.com and <laughs> Truity.com. So we're not experts. We're just doing this test so that we can talk about ourselves and reflect on ourselves. So, But here's some fun facts. <laughs> the Enneagram symbol actually has roots in ancient traditions, and it can be traced as far back as Pythagoras. My man's Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> and the basis of the symbol, it's a nine-pointed geometric symbol. So... It consists of an outer circle, which has nine points on it, which are corresponding to the personalities, and it's numbered clockwise and evenly spaced. <laughs> and each basic type in the Enneagram is connected by two other lines. So, for example, type 1 is connected to type 7 and then type 4 in that order. And the first line connects to the type which has been left behind or repressed in childhood. The second line connects to the type which the person may grow into once they are ready. So from one point of view, the Enneagram can be seen as a set of 
nine distinct personality types um, with each number on the Enneagram corresponding to a type like Sally had mentioned. And it's pretty common to find a little bit of yourself in all nine of the types, although one of them should stand out as having a higher percentage or being closest to yourself. And that's going to be your basic personality type. So while people don't change from one base type to another, not everything in the description of the base type will apply to you all the time because as you grow and as time passes, you fluctuate among the different traits that make up this personality type. So for the nine types, we have the reformer, which is a rational and idealistic personality, the helper, which is caring and interpersonal, um, three is the achiever, which is more success-oriented and pragmatic. So, and the individualist is sensitive and withdrawn. There's the investigator, which is intense and cerebral, and the loyalist, which is into security, um, responsible and suspicious. We have the enthusiast, which is busy and fun-loving, spontaneous. The challenger, which is powerful and dominating, um, self-confident, confrontational, and the peacemaker, um, who is easygoing and reassuring and agreeable. So those are going to be our nine types. Mm -hmm. And like uh, Linda kind of alluded to earlier, you're not just made up of this one type. Like um, as time goes on, you fluctuate. But also there's this concept called the wing concept. And it's basically like you have your one main type, um, one through nine, one of those types, but you also have the wings, which are the personalities that are like on either side of that main number. So for example, if you're a two, your wings would be one and three. And so those wings kind of um, add on to your main basic personality type. Um, and it complements your personality type, adds important, sometimes contradictory elements to your total personality. So while you may think that, oh, this main type doesn't fully fit me, you might find yourself in the other two um, corresponding wings. So the wing is considered your second side of your personality, um, and it must be taken into consideration for you to fully understand yourself according to the Enneagram system. So we kind of explained all of this just because we're also new at it. So if we said something wrong or missed up somewhere, um, you can always go back to those main websites we referenced. Um, but now that we know a little bit about the types and the system, um, we can get into the fun part of trying to guess each other's types. Because I feel like in previous episodes where we talk about personality types, we just like tell you guys and then ooh, analyze. But this time, since we know each other more, we know each other's other types of types of types like Myers-Briggs types we can like try to guess so do you want to start with Linda we can try to guess your type I need to look back at the personality descriptions but let me let me think about this there's like nine of them so it's hard to pick one I guess Mm -hmm. and also because the wings might like pop out more (laughs) for some people I guess um I don't know the way it's also described Uh, which we don't need to get into too much, is that there's like three main broad categories. So it's like, um, since there's nine types, there's three per category. And so it's like the heart, the head, and the body. And they have like their own like umbrella characteristics. So I'm going to like start off with that. So what do you think, Sally? Do you think, I think she's probably a heart type. What do you think? 
So yeah, heart types react with emotions first. Um, they're empathetic. Okay, I don't think she's a head type, which says that yeah. they react with analysis and their intellectual. Not that you're in- not intellectual. She's a intellectual. <laughs> but yeah, I think we've definitely talked about how you're like emotional or empathetic or. And then so for heart types, we have type two, type. Three and type four just giver, achiever, and individualist. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Linda, you're not a giver. <laughs> what? Yeah, I feel like between three and four, mm-hmm. she could be either, either the achiever or the individualist. Yeah, individualist. or both, I guess. Yeah, maybe one is a wing. I guess that would mm-hmm. be, make sense. So, Linda, are you a type three achiever or type four individualist? Neither. Although three <gasps> is pretty close. Ooh, Should okay. I reveal or? Yeah. So yes. my first one is type eight. Oh, we're just challenger. Body. I don't That's know. Is that my head? Is Wait, I was thinking about that one at first too. Why is that body? <laughs> it says because. Um, what? Yes, you're strong and powerful and you seek to stand up for what they believe in. That's True. like That's you. Linda is the most vocal when it comes to what she believes in. I've, we definitely talked about that before about like how you can be confrontational sometimes more than the two of us so but f- explain your breakdown i guess because they the test gives you like a percentage so um okay so i got eight is the first one and that's 98 percent match mm-hmm. and i got type three which is a 97 percent match so Ooh. it's a head-to-head so that's <laughs> the achiever type okay. so like you guys were close and then the one after that is two which is giver, so... Oh. <laughs> yeah. But what percentage is the giver? 92. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you feel like you agree with them? Or maybe explain your, um, like, the challenger type more. We said that they're strong and powerful, but mm. do you feel like... Yeah, according to Truity, like, strong and powerful and seek to stand up for what they believe in. Um, I don't know. I don't really see myself as strong and powerful, though. I feel like that's a little bit too much, but Mm. I do tend to say stuff when I see something's wrong or Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, like I want this to happen. I tend to just say it, but not because I feel a certain way is because like, I just can't not say something. So I don't feel that like sense of like power attached to it, Mm -hmm. especially because the things I want to speak up about is like resisting um like systems in power and like challenging that but mm-hmm. there's like a, a different read to it i guess um for three yep. oh i was just gonna say maybe the part like you said that you don't see yourself as strong and powerful but you can't help but say something i feel like that goes like that would be a better um characteristic to say of a challenger than of all the other ones i guess because i guess the other ones don't really fit with that like the need to speak up really especially your wing of nine which is peacemaker like that would be the opposite so that's kind of interesting but yeah you were saying uh type three the achiever oh yeah um i forgot so achiever i think that's the result of all of those egotistical questions on the test (laughs) like the ones where it's like you want to find out everything it's like you can do things better or like understand things better like mm-hmm. i want to be confident and say like slightly agree 
but I don't want to say like neutral for the right. test, you know. So mm-hmm. I was like pushed into one direction because I didn't want to say like disagree either. Wait, that but, I, that's actually good because I was gonna ask you guys that because the test was interesting. It's kind of in the same vibe as like an MBTI test, where you're just like answering in a like a I forgot what it's called, but a range of a agree range, or disagree. The scale. Yes, Pretty. the scale. Um, and a lot of the questions had to do with like, do you think you're important in your um, like friend group or do you think you're valued more or do you think you're smarter or like offer more like some in some ways like compa- forcing you to compare yourself to your friends or like place value on your level and, yeah. yeah yeah so I was gonna ask if you guys were honest about it because sometimes you can be biased when take I mean you you are biased when taking these tests and like if you're honest about it do you honestly think you're better than some people like yeah I answered honestly um for me like the ones where you asked about like friend groups like how important you are to the friend group mm-hmm. I always answer disagree what? or like slightly really? disagree I don't know I just don't I guess our responses like, show what we said yeah and like for like yourself. are you um are you important to your company or whatever I said disagree oh yeah, I said disagree too I'm just a small potato yeah it, it definitely depends on like the relationship right so like yeah in. But like for things like, oh sorry, for things that are like, do you think you're better than the average person or whatever? I said agree for those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Now I don't feel that bad saying that, but yeah, I said that too because, like, if I'm being I feel honest, like that's normal. Yeah. Sometimes you think more highly of yourself. It's when you get to the situation where you're like comparing yourself, like in a group, that relativity. Like it definitely mm-hmm. depends on the setting. So like for work, I said no, but for friendships, I said yes because. If you're not valued in your friendships, like why are you there? Or if you yeah, don't like, like, if you don't bring something, yeah, if you don't bring something mm-hmm. to the table, then they <laughs> should have kicked me out like years ago. So <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. Um, but yeah, you, what was your other type, Linda? Sorry. Um, oh, the next one was two, mm-hmm. which is giver, which I so, thought. No, I'm but read this description. Oh, want to be liked and find ways they can be helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that makes sense. Wait, why did you say that I was not a giver? Well, or like okay. you didn't think that. Not that you're not a giver, because you're very generous. But I think of the nine, I was thinking of like other things, like definitely three or four, and then. I feel like you don't really honestly, care about what how people think of you. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess I didn't. You don't really like crave acknowledgement from loved ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, yeah. yeah. So the thing says, twos want to be liked and find ways they can be helpful to others, so that they can be loved and mm-hmm. belong. Mm-hmm. I feel, I like, feel it, like that's instinctively true for lots of people, though. Yeah. yeah, but I was gonna say it almost seems contradictory to the challenger, which I guess is not necessarily true. They're not like opposites but when i was yeah when i was thinking of like challenger and like speaking your mind i feel like if i was that type i wouldn't put as much like sally said i wouldn't put as much um thought into what people like perceive me or like if they liked me or not so i didn't see the two as being oh if you're the challenger then you can't be like a two i don't know i was Mm -hmm. pretty sure you were three thing like one is like the repressed one and the other one is like the future or something can you guys explain that? Because mm. I don't, I don't so get it. So basically, you know how there's a symbol on the Enneagram mm-hmm. and the lines, like, I don't know what direction it's supposed to go in because there's no, like, 
arrows or anything, but maybe in the order of like increasing order, maybe. Um, so hers is two, wait, what were they again? <laughs> eight, right? Eight, three, eight, and two, three, two. So eight, three, and two. Eight is connected to two, hmm. but it's mm-hmm. not connected, to, neither of them are connected to three. Interesting. So and then eight's also connected to five. So what was five? Five is an investigator. Okay, that's the one I thought uh-huh. you might be because it's all about like <laughs> investigator. Into that, I feel like that name is misleading. But the description says trying to understand and gain knowledge, and mm-hmm. I feel like you're like that. You're very sometimes you're very like intellectual. Mm-hmm. More comfortable with data than other people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll Salesforce. definitely post or share a picture of the symbol like on our website mm-hmm. or on instagram or something because it's very as much as like it's you could say this is just a personality test or like pseudoscience there is a very geometric like angle line (laughs) i don't know system that (laughs) they they go by so yeah it has a lot of diagrams (laughs) Mm, i think the giver personality is kind of misleading too Mm. um because it's kind of transactional though like you're giving something in the hopes of receiving something and i wasn't expecting that although i do feel kind of called out (laughs) on it um because like yeah i do want to like be good and like be more helpful so that i can be liked and like the connection with eight like the being said it's not like mutually Mm -hmm. exclusive either Mm -hmm. i think like the strong and powerful thing is like what's throwing me off or like what's throwing this connection off by not making that coherent Yeah, because if you just take out the strong and powerful part, it yeah. would make sense. Well, I feel like with personality tests of any kind, if someone took the test for you, like thinking of you, it would be different than like if you took the test, obviously. But I feel like yeah. the way you perceive yourself really biases what you think of your results. Because when I think of like Sally and I both thought of the challenger a little bit because we see you maybe not as like physically strong, but like you're definitely of <laughs> – of us you're like very outspoken and i consider that a mm-hmm. strong characteristic so i would yeah. include that but maybe you perceiving yourself you don't see yourself as like powerful i think strong. also because you like for example in college when you were like taking charge <laughs> of interns and stuff like that like you're always i feel like you're always in a position of power even yeah. though it's not like the power that you think of it's like like when you command someone to do stuff as like having that's what i would see as being strong and like powerful i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel okay. like you can easily sway the opinions of, yeah like a group or something um maybe to conclude linda's section do you agree with the present like with eight as being your highest do you agree with that Mm-hmm. yeah like by itself i probably wouldn't agree but in conjunction with the other ones i feel like yeah i would agree Okay. The least one is nine. If you want to talk about which, the one that was like too little or like the littlest. Which is so interesting because nine is technically your other wing. Like your wings are seven and nine. So the fact that nine is your lowest makes me like wonder about the wing concept. Or And we didn't even talk about seven. Yeah. So that's interesting. We can go back to the wing concept at the end. Yeah. I also feel the same way about mine. Like, my wings are my lowest percentages, so... Huh. 
I don't know if it, maybe we, we should about it after yeah, we talk we'll about your yeah. two of your wings. Yeah, consolidate. Okay. What's okay, Linda? What do you think Sally is? Hmm. Or maybe going broad again, like which of the three types? Because I feel like that helped me like narrow down. Like head, body, or heart. Yeah, I don't think you're. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you're a heart. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think your head, your head analysis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are the head ones? The head is five, the investigator, six, the skeptic, and seven, the enthusiast. I don't think you're seven because I know you like to have fun, but I don't think you're like super adventure seeking. So, or I don't think you would pick it on the test to say yeah, that yeah. I'm having fun or something. <laughs> so, I what do you think? Kind of skeptic. Ooh, a little bit. Mm. Oh, Wait, actually, for the questions where it was like you're prepared for any disaster what did you say <laughs> i'm not prepared for any disaster okay maybe not then see that's the yeah, thing like i feel like oh you go first oh i was just gonna say that question was kind of hard for me too because i want to be prepared but i don't think i am but anyway yeah, continue i agree i go for five the investigator seeks understanding and knowledge and is more comfortable with data than other people I feel like I think for your MBDI, MBTI type, you got something similar. Yeah, she was like an engineer or something. I don't remember the name, but I remember <laughs> like the little avatar had like a little, yeah. um, like a little t- drill or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I would, I would think on a very base level, Sally is probably the investigator, but I feel like she might have some body wings, <laughs> which sounds weird. I feel like maybe three, like. The cheaper. Oh, true. Yeah. I'm not sure about public image, but like being successful successful and like doing lots of things. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're just saying Hmm. five or three. Well, you are wrong. What? (laughs) For both? Both of them. Again? (laughs) My top one is type seven, which I don't know if it's accurate. He eliminated that so fast. (laughs) Yeah, I want to have fun, but like. Not as much as possible. I don't know. <laughs> but it's true that I am easily bored with stuff. Like, I go through phases, I guess. And then my second one... Okay, so seven was 98% match. Wow. And then my second one was nine. Ooh. Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. I like to keep a low profile and let people around them set the agenda. I feel mm-hmm. like that's pretty accurate for me. Although the, the questions that they asked when they were doing this, like, made me feel bad about myself because I'd be like... Um, something happens you would feel like you have to say something and I would say no because yeah. I usually don't like avoid conflict mm-hmm. so I'm like the opposite of Linda I guess that's true Linda's lowest was nine so maybe there is connection there yeah what's your other one or like and your third the third one is 82% and it's a two two oh which we don't oh, even talk yeah. about that I don't wait know. we did it's a giver. Much, no, I mean, we didn't yeah. talk about it, like, in reference to Sally. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't even consider that. And I'm, like, reading back over type 7 or going more in depth because that's the one that I said that she wasn't. <laughs> oh. The fun. <laughs> yeah, the fun one. It says, always on the go, wide range of interest, childlike enthusiasm. Yeah. Childlike enthusiasm. So. Curious, sparkling <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Are your eyes sparkling? <laughs> Okay, I guess when we think back to MBTI, again, with, like, 
the little avatar with the the drill bit now i do remember that one of the the characteristics of that type was that you like hands-on and you like things that are like kind of changing in your environment or you get bored e- easily i remember that line so maybe i should have thought of seven but although mbti seems more like career focused mm. or people taking yeah. conjunction to the careers and the enneagram is supposed to be like your whole That's like body point. like your head like your heart and all of this stuff so maybe we're like too preoccupied with that and this yeah, is like my the career. fun is like a deep a deeper level we're too mm-hmm. focused on the grind on the career right. but mm-hmm. also for two i feel kind of weird saying that about others because how am i supposed to go to you and be like oh you want to be liked so you do all this stuff <laughs> you know yeah but yeah. i feel like a two is kind of true for anyone like i feel like most people that i talk to would want to be liked and mm-hmm. try to do things so that they're liked so yeah I, I guess i don't think you should feel bad about it because i think it's just a fact in life that you want to be liked. Ooh, sally i've just realizing this you have one of each types i guess so you have the head the body oh, and yeah. the heart was that the same for wait linda what did you have you had the the eight and the three eight, and the two. two okay so you didn't have a head that's interesting <laughs> sorry no head <laughs> um wait what are sally's wings they should okay, be my wings i'm a seven right so eight and nine or no six but uh, eight and six <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't do numbers okay so my six was a 64 percent match Skeptic. and eight was 45 so it's low which yeah. is interesting from what we know about wings mm-hmm. i don't know i i feel like skeptic was a good like when Lena was describing it, I could I could see that for you though. I feel like I'm never really prepared though. Like I'm not uh, preoccupied with security. Okay, I think I'm prepared. Pre- uh, I like security in like the long term, like in terms of yeah. career and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But not security as in like my safety and. Mm. Okay. Like more stability. You know, yeah. Stability might be a better word. Yeah, because I remember mm-hmm. when I was debating about the job thing. And I didn't know which which one to choose. And you were like, if I were you, I would just go with the first or accept the offer. So in my mind, that's like a form of security. But I guess, yeah, more yeah. like stability then. Yeah. And then the Challenger 8, which is Linda's highest, you said. Yeah, sorry, I don't, I don't really see that. So the wings are like... I don't Wait, know. I'm I forgot now. what they're supposed to be again. The wings are supposed to be like so the the either side of your main personality, and they're supposed to sometimes it did say contradict. Sometimes it will contradict your main personality, but it's supposed to like inform your overall personality. So when you think of yourself, you have to consider your wings is like making up like the full spectrum of you. So I guess inherently as humans, we do have contradictions, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's really complicated because the way the Enneagram is set up, it's not that one is like a direct opposite mm-hmm. of the other. You know, the, the two yeah. lines are at an angle, I think, and all the angles are different. So Ooh, it's like hard to remember. We should look at the, the lines for Sally, right? Because we yeah. found that with you, Linda, you had the uh-huh. two on the same line. Eight I don't know. and two. Eight and two are connected for Linda. Right. So, so for you, Sally. That was the giver and the strong, the challenger. And then for me um mine were seven nine and seven nine and two huh um none of them were connected yeah. 
yeah, it's it's more complex or like not as straightforward, I guess, as the uh, like other tests. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's why we don't hear about it as much, or like I hadn't heard about Enneagram for a bit. I need someone to explain this to me, like like they did for sixteen personalities for the MBTI test. Yeah, like, I want a whole essay saying like all the different aspects of your personality. <laughs> we need an expert to just come on and explain us or do our entire circle chart mm-hmm. thing um but sally do you agree with seven as being your top do you think um i think over like generally in terms of my personality yeah i think so i agree with i have a wide range of interests mm. and i try to be optimistic and stuff um i don't know about well liked and popular among peers like i have no friends oh come on <laughs> everyone besides you guys <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I feel like overall, it's a pretty good estimate of my personality. What do you guys think? I mean, I guess based off our guesses, it's not the first thing I would have thought of. But if we're taking in, con- in consideration all of your like additional percentages for other types, I could see it like filling your personality. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I definitely agree that this Enneagram, like just reporting one type doesn't really make sense. So you have to look at it as a holistic in holistic. terms of like all the percentages of all of the types yeah yeah the percentages mm-hmm. definitely but also out. your perception would change go ahead oh i was just gonna mention again the the broader categories i feel like within the category or looking at the different categories type uh the head type which is what seven is in makes the most sense for you so i guess yeah that makes sense uh reacting with analysis connecting on an intellectual level um mm-hmm. more than like the gut or the the emotion part so mm-hmm. i guess in that case yeah, I think so. yeah. Mm-hmm. thinking about seven like when i hang out with sally we had like have fun for no reason like i forget <laughs> what happened but <laughs> i just remember that it was fun <laughs> yeah you want to do okay on to mink mink okay we should we should get this right uh Okay. You think I'm obvious, or you're just saying? I mean, we got it wrong like she is, for the yeah, first I think two she's times. Though. Definitely heart. 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 She has a lot of emotions, more than us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. She could be body, because can... sometimes she's rash too. But I don't know. Why is body rash? <laughs> okay, in- instinctive gut feeling. Maybe that's not rash. Okay, Maybe let's look at not the- investigator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Not skeptic, I think. I don't think so. I don't think she's type 7 either. She- definitely not head. Okay, we already ruled that out. Um, not challenger. Not perfectionist. Or is she? I don't think or so. Or is she? I don't think so. I don't um, think so. Not individualist. So what is left? <laughs> okay, type two, the giver. Type three, the achiever. Or type nine, the peacemaker. I mean, since we all got giver, I feel like that's in Ming's top three. Or I feel like that's just saying. yeah. Oh, I feel like these ones left don't really. I don't know. It doesn't describe Ming. No. <laughs> we need like a wishy-washy uh- type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wishy-washy. We're just Maybe roasting Ming. <laughs> yeah, she's emotional, wishy-washy. Yeah. Okay, 
Okay, let's read more about nine. They desire to maintain a sense of inner peace and harmony, avoid conflict or other emotional disturbances. Fear being too needy, thus pushing people away. Huh. Calm, collected demeanor. That's not me. <laughs> yeah, that's not... Okay, but we can't rule out... Actually, I don't know. Okay, maybe it's in one of the ones we ruled out. Maybe she is a skeptic. Yeah, prepared for problems. Yeah, I, I feel like, like she's me. the most prepared out of us, at least. Okay, strong identification within a social group. Organized and well-liked. Wait, this is actually her. Good at managing finances. Yeah. Excellent team player. Belongs to a tight-knit group of friends. Clear communicators. Detail-oriented and precise. Oh, yep. Yeah, that's her. Well, is that the skeptic? Yeah. So that's what you're saying? Okay, well. Is that our final answer? Okay, six, two, and nine. Well, you got one of those right. (laughs) Is it two? No, it's not two. It's nine. That was my highest one by quite um, a bit. It was like 99%. 99% peacemaker. Um, the one after that was one, which is the perfectionist. Perfection? I got like a 96 on it. And then a little bit farther down was number five, the investigator. I got like an 80-something, 80 83 on it. What? So. Investigator came out. You didn't get the giver? No, I got Peacemaker, Perfectionist, and Investigator. So you guys got number nine. <laughs> Basically, we don't really know each other. <laughs> According yeah. to we should have taken them for each other. <laughs> I mean, it said calm, collected demeanor, and I didn't think that it was me. Uh- <laughs> Zen-like presence, <laughs> mellow and soothing voice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, those are kind of random characters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you do have a wide, wide circle of acquaintances. I feel like because we get all of our friends from you. Oh, well, yeah. Um, when I think of Peacemaker, I think it really fits me actually, based off of you can go off the mm-hmm. name itself, um, but also the part where it says that I fear being too needy and pushing people away. I guess I don't talk about that, but I that is a pretty big fear of mine. Um, so I, I like you could call me a pushover for some people. Like I definitely have some friends that maybe not with you guys, but with other friends, I'm definitely a pushover or I'm not one to, like Sally said earlier, I'm not one to stand up for myself or for like things I believe in necessarily, which sounds really bad. But like, that's why I considered like my lowest is Linda's highest. Like my lowest is eight, the challenger. Cause I'm, I'm not one to challenge people. But yeah, I guess in the, when you look, I think same for me actually. My, nine was my second yeah. highest, 96%, and eight was my lowest. For, wait, does it make this sound like I step on you guys all the time? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we have to... You're in power in our group. We have to consider your wings, okay? Your t- wing is technically a nine. Sally's the one who steps on me. <laughs> it's her enthusiastic personality. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, looking at the other characteristics of nine, like calm and zen, I'm definitely not that. So I feel like my anxieties mm-hmm. come out more. So maybe the perfectionist. Mm, that could be the one yeah. coming out. I definitely, yeah. I remember one of the questions on the test was like, or there were a few questions like, oh, do you like hierarchy and order and rules? And I definitely like that. Like, I feel more secure. Me too. <laughs> wow. But yeah, wow. we like we like rules and we like when people like fit into place, I yeah. feel like, which is another reason why I like the test. A lot. I like personality tests because you can like fit people. 
I like putting people into boxes, okay? So you like your box? Um, I agree with my box, except for number five. I don't, I didn't consider myself that, like, looking over the personalities. I don't, I don't think I'm that data. You're more comfortable with data than people. Yeah, I feel like you're more, like, relational-based. But what else does it say? Um, gives insight. Well, thought-out responses. I feel like that's the only. I think that's true. Yeah, your RA job really trained you well. <laughs> you beat it into me. You do think extensively. Mm. I don't know if it's before speaking, but in general, you overthink a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they need to have one. Like, you guys, how you said a wishy-washy one, I would add in, like, an yeah. anxiety, like, anxious, wishy-washy person. That's who I would be. <laughs> and they don't have... Wait, so what is your... My no, wings? Like, what is your balance? Like, do you have one of each three? Um, I have like, type. a body type. And, no, I have two body types and a head type. So I don't have a heart, which is kind of the opposite of what you guys were saying of, like, emotions first. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, I think it's a heart first for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have thought I would have been a giver, honestly. Because I feel like I care a lot about what people think of me. What percent of giver are you? Let me look. Let me look. Oh, it's Maybe like it's you accept it. It's number um number 4. Oh. So, it just missed the top yeah. 3. So, it's pretty close. But like you said earlier, I feel mm-hmm. like everyone was Linda a giver too. Mhm. And yeah. Sally was a giver. So, I mean, yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like everyone wants to be liked. Like, yeah. yeah. As a human, you But we're in a circle, everyone has line. everything. Oh. <laughs> yeah looking at the lines none of your things are connected so i don't know what that what does means. that mean my past is different from my present <laughs> and my future yeah we definitely need to look over the wings again too because the wings seem to be the opposite of what we are because my wing is eight as a challenger and that's the complete opposite of the peacemaker but i also have mm-hmm. perfectionists and that's a wing for me so i don't know mm-hmm. i'm confused i guess one is like totally opposite and then or they could be totally opposite or very similar. Yeah. So either it could go either way, but it's like more extreme than the other types, maybe. Well, let me look what they say about really quickly about wings. I think for our discussion, we we can make sense of two out of three. Yeah. But then there's like a third one that like doesn't seem to fit. It's kind of like a wild card. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, it says the types on either side of each core type are called wings. They represent the personality types that we can we can transition into. Um, many people strongly identify with a description of one or both. Um, and it adds nuance. Okay, so it's saying that it's like almost like, like you have the ability to become this person or have more of these characteristics, but you don't necessarily have it. So they mm-hmm. think I can be a challenger. <laughs> Sally, you can be a challenger too. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what if we're all challenging? <laughs> That'd be watch out, future. Oh my God. I mean, I'm gonna have to go to my other wing, wherever that is. <laughs> Drop down. Peacemaker. Be at peace. Wait, did you guys see? Also on the test, they have uh, your top three personality superpowers. Superpowers. <laughs> okay, I did a lot yeah. of my reports. So I can only see the they first one. They give me the top one. What's your top one? Assertive, nineteen. Oh, mine's, 
Mine's individualism. What number? 15. I think that's just like how much it is. Like the number that they show mm. you. Make. Ming, what's yours? I can't find it. I think I closed the tab. Wait, do you like control T or something? Control T. Open recent tabs. Oh or go gosh. to history and then go to your recent Wait, you really want to know tab. that? IT, tech support. <laughs> your job being put to use. Would it have your personality test or would it take you back to the test? I guess we'll find out. Oh, oh okay. It has it. Wait, how do I find it? My superpower is oh, it's on the analysis. Analysis. Wait, actually, okay, it makes analysis. sense when I keep reading it. It says you wouldn't dream of doing something without thinking it through. <laughs> Which mm. is true. I overthink things. I think that's pretty accurate, actually. Mm. So your yeah. analysis. Linda you mean like your pro con list? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was yours? Linda's definitely. Linda? Mine. Okay, Linda's assertiveness. Uh-huh. Yeah, right? for sure. Mm-hmm. So that. Fo- what does your description say? <laughs> for assertive yeah you're not afraid to ask for what you want in life and more often than not you get it you're clear about your goals and preferences in a variety of situations and are unlikely to get involved in something without an understanding of what you hope to gain mm-hmm. you can steamroll others ideas and that's all i can say see before it like mm-hmm. fades out they're trying to get our money what about you sally yeah. um you're not one to follow the hurt and you make decisions based on your own values and goals, not the expectations of other people. You think of yourself as unique and different from others, which can sometimes make you feel somewhat distant, but this attitude gives you original perspectives on things and makes you more likely to make choices that are right for you instead of simply doing what's expected of you. That's interesting. Yeah, I feel like our superpowers, I want to read the other three, but I don't want to unlock my report. (laughs) We can get a family plan. (laughs) A family plan for Enneagram. <laughs> this is interesting. Okay, it says, um, yeah, it's a, a strengths and weaknesses. And there's also blind spots oh that may be holding you back. Right, I need to see I my blind spots. <laughs> wow. Hey, Ming, go ahead. No, that's, that's all I was going to say. Like, they kind of sum it up in these nice little per- superpowers. Wait, read your thing. Oh, the rest of mine? Yeah, so like the first you wouldn't dream of doing something without thinking it through you typically have a deeper understanding of the situation than the people around you simply because you take the time to really think about it and while some may accuse you of being overthinking because um, you're sometimes stuck in analysis rather than taking action for the most part your thoughtfulness allows you to understand more deeply predict more accurately and set more detailed goals rather than react too quickly you take time to ponder with the result that your choices tend to be well thought out and carefully considered yeah, I feel like, I feel like these right. superpowers align more with their personalities than the actual test. Yeah. Well, how do they get the superpowers? Are they like combining our types? I guess like, so. They the have number? like a ranking. Yeah. We have a scale of how what, much. What is your is. number? Mine was 15. You're 19. You got 17. So it's decently high out of 20, 0 to 20. Hmm. Um, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. How do you guys? Well, this kind of reminds me of the Gallup. What is the Gallup? Um, strengths poll. I don't know you guys Wait, took it. Wait, was that I for? I took it for work like five times. Okay, because there was a test we had to take for the RA class. Do you remember that, Linda? Yeah, it was like a strengths finder one. I think 
there's one and there's like a bootleg one, <laughs> one and then there's like a bootleg of the bootleg one. Oh my gosh i took all three wow it's like the same thing what did you think of it or what did you think of this test overall maybe in comparison to like yeah previous tests or i don't know how you perceive yourself because i think in comparison to mbti i feel like mbti is more comprehensive mm. like this one it tells you your personality traits and like i think it's more external like how you act maybe in as a group or something it doesn't really tell you like i think mbti it tells you more of like how you use your energy um like what kind of careers are good for you like it's like some more extensive analysis mm. of your entire persona and they even have the little character which i really liked <laughs> yeah i think this one it's a good like it's good to complement other tests but i don't really like buy it on its own I think I agree with you. Mm. The The MBTI test, when you consider that, especially when you were saying how it's more career-focused, mm-hmm. it's definitely um, kind of thinking about how, like, outside of just you, but the rest of your life. And I feel like this test, maybe it's because we don't fully understand the, the symbol <laughs> or, like, all the diagrams, but I think it is more very, like, individualistic. Like, it's just talking about you and your strengths and your weaknesses, I guess, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, like, go beyond that. Besides the superpower part, and even that still was just telling me that I'm, that I think a lot. So, yeah, I feel like it's a little limited, and maybe we need to read more. I guess. Well, it is nine personalities versus sixteen personalities, so probably need oh true probably need more categories to categorize people accurately. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, the individual thing, like I agree with me. Like one thing this is missing is how different types would react to each other or relate to one another because i like for astrology that app like puts you in what is it um like how oh my god how compatible you are to see that to Mm -hmm. each other yeah because i can kind of see how the relationships are like when ming you were talking about how you analyze stuff i was thinking about how like we role played a scenario <laughs> together, and you're like, oh, "What if this happens?" Yeah. And I'm like, "I'm like, you can act it out, and then you can like make a decision." Yeah. yeah. I guess that definitely shapes how I, like, I think so much. So sometimes I like bring other people into that thought bubble. I guess mm-hmm. of thinking about things. Um, yeah, I think a strength, or maybe not strength, but a pearl of this test though that I did like is how the wings again maybe because we were so confused about it it really forced us to like consider elements of our personality that maybe we don't see as obvious Mm -hmm. like it's not obvious that well i guess yeah it's not obvious at all that i'm a challenger or have that personality but if it says i have that's part of like my wings or something then maybe i might look further into myself to try to find that or maybe that's just the bias of the test i don't really know but it is like, and I think the guessing of each other really showed that too because we all guessed we all like literally wrong. the opposite or what we didn't think was true. And so it kind of makes me think more about how I consider myself and how I consider you guys, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But that might have just been the way we did yeah. it too. I we were too quick to dismiss the ones yeah. that were actually the right answer. Yeah, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. But Ming said you like personality types because it puts you in a box. But one part is like, do you know what box? Like, are you learning something new by taking the personality 
test because if you just take it and you're like okay i know i'm gonna get this mm. then like, like where's the value pre, of like do this you have test? an expectation of what personality you're gonna get before you take the test i think yeah, yeah that's definitely true and it's definitely one of the reasons why these tests are kind of biased because i feel like everyone not just me goes into it like thinking oh when i see this type of question i know that like i lean more this way so that you automatically like think or consider it that faster i guess Mm -hmm. um yeah when i take personality tests i kind of feel like i know i know i'll be introverted or like end up on that side of the realm or Mm -hmm. something like that um especially for like smaller like very limited maybe not as quote-unquote scientifically or researched personality tests like harry potter houses (laughs) or something like that i i know i'm a hufflepuff like i don't even have to like look into it yeah i took the test i'm a slytherin and there's only four yeah. so okay see yeah that makes sense i would say you're i would have guessed you were slytherin or ravenclaw so i feel like with What's more Linda? limited options it becomes more easier i never took it i would say you're a gryffindor mm. I don't no know. i feel like gryffindor is too mainstream for her <laughs> what? <laughs> what is not mainstream i want to be a slytherin too what does ravenclaw even do i don't know Aren't Ravenclaws like the intellectual? This is coming from someone who's never read or watched anything <laughs> Harry Potter. So, and you, yeah. you're <laughs> and you know your Hufflepuff. I love personality <laughs> tests oh so much. I wanted, like, I've literally taken the main personality test, like Avatar. What am I? I'm a waterbender. Boom. Like, <laughs> any of those, I love categorizing myself because. I guess this goes back to Linda's question. I feel like I learned more about myself, but maybe I'm just like reaffirming what I already think about myself, mm-hmm. you know? But I, I like doing it. It feels like all those bud, BuzzFeed quizzes, like what food are you or what vacation are yeah. you? I feel like personality I could tests or like your personality category might be a good conversation starter if you're like meeting someone new. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know what I would do with it besides that. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think, going back to Linda's question again, do you think this taking personality tests, I mean, we've done a few so far, or looked at our signs, do you think that forces more reflection or, like, it's just fun to do? I feel like it's just fun to do for me. (laughs) (laughs) Sally's not a believer. It would be cool to kind of, like, I guess, Mm cross-reference it together because I don't know, like, if there's any material on how mbti correlates to astrology correlates to Mm. enneagram or there's a way to consolidate everything and have an ultimate personality test where you can learn everything about yourself okay dr quo (laughs) yeah maybe you should work on that that can be your thesis (laughs) i mean it is interesting like i wonder if there are correlations because you know it does make sense at some end that someone who's more introverted may be a little more overthinking or you know have those kind of qualities so um again the the adoptee facebook group a a really big thing in it is polls so you know how facebook has polls and like they'll ask what type of personality types you are so there was this one post that was kind of related to this where they were trying to see if there's a correlation between simply i guess being adopted and your personality type Mm -hmm. and there were a lot of like introverted people i guess and some of the like mbti like letters were similar but I don't think you can read too much into that. Because, I feel like that they could just you know. be popular personality types in general. So, I yeah, don't know. more people. Yeah. Also, the people who are taking the test and who know the types, that's a type itself, right? Like, 
there may be some people who are one type and don't even like believe in these tests so they won't take it so it's like skewing the you know Mm -hmm. the numbers i guess like the total or something Mm. also identity plays a role i like how you brought up the i guess demographic because for asian americans i think the stereotype especially for women is that you're more submissive Mm -hmm. or something and i got like the challenger i think that's mostly because of speaking up about like social issues but what part of it is like just trying to resist the stereotype Mm -hmm. and what part of it is like i'm naturally just assertive Mm -hmm. you know like how you're just like reacting to the stereotype and trying to like like you're thinking like subconsciously like you're trying to resist against yeah yeah that's interesting interesting like other identities have like stereotypes too like like black people are aggressive or something like that so you might try to like overcompensate Mm -hmm. not even for a test but even maybe in in real life actual behavior because yeah i know that the, definitely the submissive thing i've thought about that and that's low-key i think what prompted me to get piercings or wanting definitely in high school I, I know i wanted to dye my hair because i just wanted something different about me and i didn't want to be another like boring quote-unquote boring asian or i don't know <laughs> but it's definitely a form of me overcompensating maybe so i could see how that plays out in real life mm-hmm. too that definitely applied to me in like my early childhood days i guess <laughs> i really i always try to overcompensate Ooh. like i remember in uh elementary school i would hang out with all these boys um in my class and we would play like i don't know we would do like sports or something like back in the day and then i would go around like bullying this one kid in elementary school <laughs> but then i don't know it was yeah i was just like always trying to overcompensate for being an asian girl and then I kind of mm. grew out of it, I guess, as I grew older. Mm. After middle school. Like, middle school was still pretty rough. And then after that, <laughs> I got better. That almost reminds me of, like, um, do you remember that? I don't know if that's still a thing, but when girls used to be like, I'm not that kind of girl. I'm, like, a cool girl. So <laughs> not girl. like other yeah, girls? Yeah, I'm, like, oh, with yeah. the bro. Like, that is a form of oh, overcompensating. Yeah, by, like, leaning into that power, mm-hmm. I guess, to get away from it interesting interesting i learned something new about sally <laughs> that today. she was a bully <laughs> or i mean other stuff oh, you like with that. the fun thing i'm like wow like i didn't like fi- I, like notice sally was so like had like that fun mm. part so much like it just felt like <laughs> feels weird natural fun <laughs> well i would say out of the three of us you're definitely you've definitely done more adventurous things or you're always the first maybe for a lot of things like the first to like drive yeah ahead. the first to I don't know, hey, you guys are just low to drive <laughs> i'm the youngest one i don't know how i was the first to drive you were just so enthusiastic about life oh my gosh about getting on that road <laughs> as much as possible yeah yeah it is true though lena what you said earlier about her like you always have fun with her so that that definitely maybe it's just your the way you um share or your personality affects other people like subconsciously it's just like a glow of excitement and fun (laughs) thank you thank you (laughs) well i feel like even if we didn't learn anything about each other or yourself we had a good discussion Mm -hmm. again about like each other and the personalities and these tests itself so maybe we'll do another one eventually i feel like it's always the most fun to talk about each other or how we think of each other 
Mm. Like that's the most fun part of these tests. So hopefully we can find another test that we haven't done. Maybe we can take it for each Ooh. other next time. Like pick a test. I would be so overthinking I'll that. I would be like, what does Linda think I would think I would think in this situation? <laughs> Wait, something fun we could do is we can make a quiz about ourselves and then give it to each other to take and see how much they get right about you. Wait. Well, Carlos sent me that quiz. He's like, are you Carlos's best friend? And then it's like oh a quiz let. To see like how many you would get right. Yeah. yeah. Like see how well you Let's know each other. Let's make quizlets for each other. <laughs> on the one hand, I feel like we would do really well. But on the other hand, I feel like we would totally fail. I feel like we would all put like a screwball okay, question we down all and then we all get it wrong. Hmm. Okay, stay tuned stay for next tuned. week. Thank you all for listening to this episode. Even though I'm a non-believer of these personality tests, I think I, I still we all still got something out of it. Um, it was nice to talk about ourselves and reflect on our own personalities. And um, hopefully we can look into our wings and develop ourselves. <laughs> Stay tuned if you want to see our future episode on our own personality quizzes. Check out our website at moviewalongpod.com where you can find all of our episodes and we'll be sure to include the Enneagram diagram so you can see all the connections between our personalities. And if you like this episode, you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter. And also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And we may give you a shout out in our next episode. This week we're reading a review from Subway. Okay. It's a hearty one. <laughs> Love how the hosts are so down to earth and discuss topics that are relevant to college students or those that just graduated. This is a weird phase in all of our lives. And I'm glad I have Ming, Sally, and Linda to help me navigate it. The varied guests are also great because they bring different perspectives on a wide range of topics. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Subway. That's all for today. Until next time. Bye. Bye.